Du, du, du. Oh. I do this every week. <laughs> Us by the Giant, episode 29. I'm Michael. And I'm Morgan. And we have a special guest today. It's Ben R. Thompson. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be yeah. that you're here today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for being here. And if you can't tell by the voice, Ben Hart is a strong man. That's right. Yeah. So we actually talked to you about you on episode 12 way back. Okay. When yeah. we featured local news. Okay. And yeah, um, wasn't the Australian monster we were talking about there that he was going? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We found it on TV News Watch. Okay. Yeah. And then you yeah. said that you actually are. Do you know Ben? Right? Yeah. Yeah, we've been. Yeah, <laughs> we've been. been Close for a very long time. Probably known each other since we were birth. Yeah, I, 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 I think our, our in the hospital. Yeah, yeah I think, really? I think yeah. our moms were. Uh, your birthday's on July third. Correct. My, mine's on June thirtieth. So my mom was in the room, had me, and then his mom wheeled in, had him. So that's that's, that's awesome. when we first met each other. So, there you yeah. go. <laughs> wow. That's right. Yeah. That's been years. That's right. Years and years. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So. Yeah. So if you wouldn't mind just explaining, like maybe what a strong man essentially is, and then yeah. Um, so I've been competing in the sport of strongman for 12 years now. Basically what strongman is, is, you know, everybody's seen on TV lifting gigantic stones, pulling trucks, flipping right. tires, lifting monstrous things over your head. Um, and so that's not only a, a test of your skill, your strength, and your conditioning, um, but it's sort of a test of your will as well. Absolutely. Um, no, yeah, it's... that's probably, a lot of times you'll run into people that are really good athletes, but they don't have the mentality. Yeah. And that's often what breaks them. Where you could find somebody, just an average guy, who's really, I guess you could say, really stubborn or really a really strong-willed, strong, strong-willed yeah. person who dedicated, are, maybe, yeah, very dedicated, yeah. who end up going very far. Um, and so I've started sort of from the true rookie ranks and the, the lowest shows you can do, you know, in, back in the day, to now. I've been competing internationally now for four years, wow. um, and I started with like North American Championships, International Cup in Ireland. Um, sort of the the strongman equivalent of CrossFit Games, strongman games, yep. and most recently I've sort oh, of strongman games, strongman games. Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah, um, and I've, I've sort of shifted my focus now to compete in the Static Monsters League, which is just a test of your raw power. Oh wow! Um, yeah. And that's sort of where I found you know it's kind of been sort of my strong suit all the way along, and now it's kind of sort of where I found my my most success. Awesome. Yeah. And that's yeah. international then, right? Yeah. And so they have a what's called a worldwide qualifier. So okay. they have sort of 50 satellite shows around the world. So every sort of region has their own satellite show and they're all feeding their scores onto the same scoreboard. Um, and so my class, like the men's heavyweight class, and so you end up with 300 people on your scoreboard and they take the top 10 to move to the finals. Wow. Uh, last year's qualifier at the end of October, I was ranked third. So moved ahead to the finals, and then at the finals, I ended up uh, in second place at the World Championships. Wow. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. That's, that's impressive, like, mm-hmm. out of all those, those people. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, I, when I first went into it, I'm like, okay, like, I, I, you know, I, knew, I knew I was good at that. I knew it was kind of my better events, and I knew I would do, I, I wouldn't get, get take a beating or anything, but mm-hmm. how well, especially when you see all the big names on there. Right. And you're like, oh, who knows? They ended up in third. I'm like, wow, it's, that's pretty good. And then yeah. to... To better that place, place. moving into the finals, mm-hmm. um, especially I was sort of not at my best. I'd suffered an injury five weeks prior, so it was kind of you know it was a pretty good, uh, pretty good result. Yeah, absolutely. And now, uh, and now this year I've been reinvited to the World Championships for uh, August first, twenty twenty, Columbus, Ohio. Awesome. Where I'm going to go take my first place. 
Yes, uh, you heard it here. This is how you set your mind. That's right. I'm going to take absolutely. Yeah, you got to set your mind. It's an interesting thing. You have to really believe in you set this goal and you have to almost make it real before it's real. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You have to really believe it, and then all of a sudden, yeah, it's almost like a fake until you make it thing. Then you start behaving like now your your meals are on time and you're you're resting well and you're going to get your physical therapy and you're training harder, and then all of a sudden you become that thing that you thought of. Right. Right. So if I say, you know, I'm going to go take my title. Well, when I show up there, I'll be like, these people are here for what's mine. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so that's, for sure. that's kind of the mentality you have yeah. to have. So. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of people underestimate how powerful your mind actually is well, it's, compared to yeah. like just your sheer raw strength. Right. Right. It's like it, it comes like, it's the difference between what are they, those Atlas stones, right? That's right. And, and you're trying to hold on to them. It's, it's you versus your body versus your mind being like, I want to drop this thing. I want to drop this thing. But you're like, no, like you gotta, no, that's, and a lot, even a lot of our training is done. Um, not as much of the, the muscular system, but of the central nervous system, okay. which is run through your brain. Mm, you know okay. what I mean? So your, your brain in a way is, is controlling all your muscles. Yeah, right. Sure. Um, and so you kind of did it kind of put the whole, the whole thing together and, if you really you know, sort of believe in yourself and believe in what you're doing, it almost yeah. as a byproduct, the, the progress is going to come, right? Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. I can relate to that when I do pull-ups, for example, yeah. and I try to get higher reps. Now, then eventually, let's say I'm at six, mm -hmm. and I, I'm third or fourth times I'm doing that, and I think, oh, that's it. But I, if I just push myself to do one more on top, yeah. You, you can actually do it, even though right. you don't feel like you can. Like you, right. you can literally yeah. give up. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, un, it's unbelievable what you can do when you really almost uh, put fear to the side and just, just have to kind of just do it. Just yeah. have at it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's what kind of been. Um, and even to see, for, for me, like the first time I went to do an international event, I, I hadn't lost a deadlift event in three years. I would like casually coast through like, <laughs> all, all the guys like around here and like yeah. the Western Canada guys. Deadlift events, I would just be like, I'd see if I was head to head with somebody, I'd be just watching them. They they lifted twice, they'd lift three times. You I mean and just be, yeah. be casual, be whatever. I I go to North American Championships and I get seventh of ten in the deadlift. And I looked at my wife and I'm like, I'm never gonna let that happen again. Mm -hmm. And even though it was no shame to be beat by those guys, just unbelievable athletes, like the best of the best in North America, I said I'm never gonna let that happen again. And I kind of saw what the the numbers once you kind of see it done in front of you. You, you can you know you kind of sort of unlock that potential for yourself right 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 um so i saw what they were able to do and within a year my numbers had gone up astronomically just seeing like okay well so and so did this weight 10 times yeah i can do it 10 too and then yeah, just do keep, that. it's keep, an eye opener too yeah. right right yes. but also kind of helps too with competition right like you see okay yeah so and so did this like just you said you want right. to want mm -hmm. to get better yeah and they so, they say if you want to win you have to lose as well that's that's a yeah, a product of it, you, and it's it's kind of uh, that's the whole, the whole thing with experience, right? Exactly. You have to go in. You have to get first. You have to get last. You have to make a critical mistake. You have to yeah. have it come from behind. You have to sort of be every situation, so that way when it comes to really crunch time and you have to sort of put your best cards on the table, you'll have been there, done that, mm -hmm. right? And it's and you kind of have to be calm and confident during that time, right? You can't kind of be your first time there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a career. It's grows and grows, right? That's right. Yeah, and so I like that. And a lot of times, let's say you go to a show that you think you should win, and you end up second, third, fourth place. That kind of puts a little chip on your shoulder, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. now you're even more motivated to train. You're more motivated to eat and and improve on your your program or whatever it is to try and make yourself stronger. And so now when you show up to the 
contest, you're ready to kill. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're like, I'm going to win this or die trying. You know what I mean? Yes. And uh, it's, it kind of puts that, the, kind of, like I said, kind of chip on your shoulder. It's pretty much you work all year for this one event, right? And actually, you, you work, you know, sometimes for some guys, it, you know, multiple years. Multiple years. For, okay. you know, what could be your make or break in half a second. Mm, you know what wow. I mean? Or, or during, yeah. say, a five-second lift yeah. could be the make or break of... You're, you're, you know, so the, for me as a 30 year old, what I've been working on since I was 15 years old, mm. right? So it just, it's pretty, yeah. it's good to put that in perspective. Yeah. 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 So it's, you know, how many hours you spend putting, in, you know, time into that product and then, you know, just the, the snap of your fingers. Done. And it's, it's pass or fail right there. Right. It's pretty, pretty crazy. <laughs> it yeah. is. If yeah. you think about it. That's right. Well, I guess a lot of sports are like that. You Absolutely. Know, no, you know what right, I mean? Right. Like you, you say in like hockey, you could have a, you know, say in the, the playoffs or whatever. You could play, you know, right to the Stanley Cup Finals game seven, and one mistake during That's overtime, it. you lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yep. yeah. So how did you end up in that profession? Well, did I you was... just like Arnold Schwarzenegger? You lifted tank parts in the military. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, when I was younger, I was always into you know. Like, uh, I was talking with Logan earlier, like wrestling, sports, okay. uh, you know, when I was like football, know, football hockey, yeah. sort of context style sports. And then, like, even in high school, I was wrestling, playing football, which kind of led me to wanting to get stronger to beat up on the other guys. So I would lift weights and I'm like, hey, I'm pretty, I almost like lifting weights more than I like the, mm-hmm. the sport itself. And so then once I was done with all the sports, uh, the guys at the, at the gym were kind of poking and prodding me to get into competing and I didn't really want to, right? Um... So yeah. the, that's for bodybuilding or uh, it was a strongman already and, strongman yeah, right there right then away. okay and, okay uh, and and uh, we we say in our sport that once you compete you get bit by the iron bug and <laughs> yeah. after the first time yeah. I competed that could I, be your saying actually. I was that's I was finished that's yes. right that's a good saying <laughs> that's there you go saying. that's right I, I, and I was finished that was that was the end of it for me I, I competed once and I said I'm going to be one of the best at this so there was a competition locally then it was actually uh, just just. Uh, just west of Wawa. Okay. Do, well, small town. They had a big budget for this amateur show. They still run it now. Um, and uh, I competed, like I said, in the amateur category um, against just a bunch of young guys. And um, and I thought, yeah, I had a lot of fun. B, mm-hmm. I didn't do as well as I thought I would. And C, I was like, just motivated to get better. You know what I mean? And I'm like, wow, I really mm-hmm. want to be one of the best at this. And You know what I mean? So... It's kind of a young man sport, so you kind of have a, a shelf life. You, know, you can only last uh, so yeah. long. What is it, like 45 years or something? Well, like even uh, guys will hit their potential. It depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Between maybe 32, 37. Okay. Yes. You know what I mean? And then once you get sort of you know, past that, you're not done per se. I guess a lot of it depends on you, what kind of shape you're in, what kind of health mm-hmm. you're in. Um, injuries probably too. Injuries. Mm-hmm. Injury uh, history is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so kind of... It depends on you. Okay. I think it's, it's actually, it peaks actually later than like soccer, for example. Right. Soccer, you out at 31, 32. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Actually, when I went to uh, North American Championships, the guy who got first was 48. And the guy who got second was 52. We wow. bunch, wow. bunch of guys in our 20s were like, what just happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's going on? What is wow. this? Yeah. Um, but I, you know, probably for me, maybe a couple more years. But I, I, I pro- actually, the, the show in Australia, the, the World Championships, I promised myself, if I, and this is this is why I kind of think that my tricep tear was kind of almost meant to be in a way. It was it was it's it's I, I was I'm always very over analyzing what's happened in my training and stuff like that. And I'm like, it just seemed too odd because I promised yeah. myself if I win that show, I'll retire on the spot. 
you can say family now, this and that. I got other right. things to focus my time and energy into. Um, and sure enough, I, I tore my tricep and it kind of <laughs> limited me from, from winning that yeah. show. And I thought, you know what, this is almost, um, destiny, destiny yeah, in a yeah. way, you know what I mean? That, that my, my time is not up yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's, that's a good way to look at yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, well, even like the day I tore it, I, you know, I felt perfect. You know what I mean? I had, I was well hydrated, warmed up, you know, my, my pre-workout meal was good. I was, in a, you know, mentally good. I, everything was perfect. And then out of nowhere, boom. Oh. And, and just weirdly close to the show like it was strange you know I mean and with a weight that I was able to handle like it was just it was too odd yeah. you know I mean and uh you know so I kind of thought you know like, mm-hmm. my time is not done yet so well, maybe, maybe a couple more years before we, we sort of pack it in there yeah. you know I mean? but yeah there so, you go yeah so this the injury just happened like out of the blue there was no pre-injury it's no just pre-injury I was I was doing uh, what's called a push press so I you take the, the weight off the rack in sort of a in front of your shoulders position, use your legs and then press it up over your head. Yeah. It was the most I'd ever done. It was 420, but it felt easy. Mm-hmm. I was like, boom, felt confident. And then I kind of brought it down. As I was bringing it back down to my shoulders, I felt a lot of pressure in my one elbow. And boom, oh. it felt like it felt like somebody stabbing the elbow. Oh. And, and I knew what had happened right away. My arm within minutes was swollen up one and a half times the size. I went to the hospital and they, and I had to meet with three surgeons before... Any of them had actually, you know, given me a definitive answer, full tear, partial tear, will I need surgery right, or yes. will I not? Um, and uh, luckily it was only half tear of the tendon, so I didn't need the surgery. So I was still able to compete at the World Championships. But it also brought my strength, my strength from easily push pressing 420 to holding a 50 pound bar and shaking, yeah. right? And, and for months after that, so yes. you know what I mean. But I kind of, kind of feel like it was destiny, really. So, yeah. so all things happen for a reason. Sometimes. That's that's right. That's right. Yeah. At that time, it was, you know, obviously at the time when anything happens, it was I was I was distraught. I mean, I was like, I really put the hammer down to try get to my best for that. I was, I was going to bed at nine o'clock every night. I was choking out six thousand calories a day. I was, I felt sick around the clock. You mean know, wow, if, yeah. if I wasn't six thousand calories? Yeah, if, if, <laughs> if I wasn't doing that, I was rehabbing or training. Like that was my day. You know what I mean? Um, even at work, I work at a at a high school, and I was, you know, on my breaks and stuff like that. On lunch, I was, you know, rolling out my stiff areas in the little weight room they have there, and it was like a full time job. And then all of a sudden, boom. You know what I mean? And and yeah. at the time, I was, you know, it took it pretty hard. But I now, that. now I kind of realize that you know, yes. Injuries are hard to take. It wasn't take. all that bad. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I kind of got a long time without anything serious. I think a lot of the reason for that is sort of how I prepare. I do a lot of rehab stuff. I'm kind of always trying to stay one step ahead. But when you get to a certain strength level, you, know, you kind of, <laughs> things kind of happen, right? When yeah. you're mm-hmm. losing 400 plus pounds oh, yeah. over your head, things can happen quickly. Yeah. Right. But yeah. That's insane. Oh, yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe you'd like to give us a some inspiring words, if you will, you know, what, what could happen to people with these injuries? Like what, what is your recommendation, I guess, just to be like, if you do suffer an injury? Well, yeah. And it could happen. You see, you see guys in the gym, just regular gym goers get these same injuries. Mm -hmm. It could happen at any time. You could, you know, you hear regular gym goer guys tear a bicep or they'll, they'll hurt any disc in their back or, you know, they'll bugger up their knee or whatever it is. And, uh, first off, you have to find out what the injury is and understand it. Mm-hmm. understand what has happened to you what could and sort of what the in the timeline is to heal from it mm-hmm. um 
and and that was that was my first goal. I'm like, is this thing a full tear, partial tear? I have right. to know. And I was very frustrated with the hospital because they weren't able to tell me that until I was. I met with a surgeon at the hospital here, and he would he kind of put me at ease. He was able to tell me exactly what had happened. My arm was black and blue for like it, the the, the kind of it bled out in there, um, and he was he told me exact everything, and was very accurate. And I'm like, wow, kind of put me at ease because now yeah. I had an answer. So find the answer to what's happened. Find out ways to rehab it. I mean, go go meet with a professional. Spend your money on a good chiropractor or a good massage therapist. It's gonna help you. That someone who actually, you know, said I swear on here, someone who actually gives a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody who's not gonna, you know, okay, I'll treat you for five minutes and off you go. Somebody yeah. who's gonna be like, okay, yeah. how are we progressing this week, right? Mm-hmm. And then get. That's very very that's important. Huge, yeah. Know, yeah. And if you find somebody who doesn't care about what you do, just find somebody else. Find somebody else. Yeah. yeah. And then get back on the horse, get back to whatever it is that injured you and start back very slow and progressively work your way back in. You know? and, and there's kind of almost like a, I guess a low-grade post-traumatic stress to that, you know what I mean? Because every time I do what's called, called the push press yeah. now, I feel like a deer in the headlights, but you have to mm-hmm. get back to push it. Past Even that, if yeah. you start with a, a broom handle in your hands, it's something. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's better than nothing. And then add bit by bit over yeah. time. And let your body sort of grow back in. That's what I feel a lot of people underestimate too, is just the sheer, this is easy, this is too easy. But it's like, well, you got to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. Exactly. And, and like, just because know. it's it's not very difficult doesn't mean it's not helping you improve. Yeah. Right? Um, I, I see that happen a lot of times. I, I do strength coaching on the side. You see that happen a lot of times with athletes. You, mean, uh, you tell them, okay, stop there. That's enough to say, oh, but it wasn't, I could do more. Well, that's fine. We have lots of time to do more. You have to be yeah. your strongest at the event not today mm-hmm. right a lot of people are always kind of trying okay. to, to get a little bit ahead let's say if they're let's say if they bench press 250 or something yeah and you have them doing 225 for two reps oh that was easy well that's fine that's enough for today we can build that up over time no no, no. they want to go 250 260 oh, yeah. but yeah, so it's a lot you and a lot of times you have to reminding people that's mm, slow down yeah you have to slow down and your body's not meant to get strong overnight it's a mm-hmm. long process. It takes years. Yeah. Right? W- would you lift the, your max before you go on a competition at all, or you would not even attempt it? Some it depends. Um, ideally, uh, you won't even attempt it. You know, okay. in a perfect situation. Although sometimes, uh, like say for the, the static monster shows, you only get three attempts for your lift. So you kind of have to know your range, what your capability is, right? So, like the first two events that I did of theirs, I had to max out two or three weeks before. Just kind of see, like, okay, when all the all the money's okay, on the table, can I how end? much can I actually yeah. lift? Whereas this one, I'm I'm doing their worldwide worldwide show um, at the end of October this month. I I know what my tr- my record in training is. I know what my record in the contest is. I don't have to max out before then. I, it's either going to be a pass or fail at the okay. event, right? So it's and that that's the best situation because you don't want to you want to save that sort of one big push of energy. And and, okay. you mean, and keep the yeah. the injury risk for that that one time, mm-hmm. not in training, right? That's why we would say you'd be strong in the contest, not strong in the gym. So you pretty much go there and you're gonna lift more than you ever did before. Right, right. My my, my training, uh, my contest record on the what's called the eighteen inch axle deadlift. So it's a big two inch around two inch diameter bar. The end, it's sort of the same size as the end of the bar. You see, yes. where, where you, you put the weights on, on the whole bar is that size. <laughs> yeah, and wow. uh, it starts just below the knee. My my training record is 1,020, and my competition record's 1,001. So we'll see, first off, I want to beat my competition record, then my third attempt, I'll try to beat my right. training record. See what happens, right? So it's kind of a, a plan to, yeah. for next year's World Championships already, rather than one big peak when you sort of peak once and then peak again. Just try 
lower the risk of injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. For me, it's just mind blowing. Yeah, I lift one thousand pounds. I bench, I bench yeah. press one thousand pounds. What? What? what, what? Well, and it's it's <laughs> it's an interesting culture when you you kind of hang out. We you, you go to the bigger events. You meet the strong guys. You know, guys who regularly eight hundred pound deadlift to bench five hundred pounds or yeah. to you know to to squat seven hundred pounds is nothing to them. It's like it's like you know talking with baseball players about throwing a baseball. Right, it's, right, like, yeah. it's like nothing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's so casual. You know what I mean? Uh, but to most people, that's like yeah. uh, incomprehensible. Exactly. It is. You know what I mean? Yes. Like um, even you'll see in the strongman sometimes they'll do the event car deadlift. Most people think to pick up a car is, is super difficult. <laughs> yeah. But for you know seasoned strongman picking up a car, that's nothing. Yeah. We have to put weights in a car to make it feel heavy, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you know I, mean? yeah I think so. there used to be an event. Where it was like the farmers carry. Farmers walk. But the farmers walk. Okay. Yeah. But instead, they replaced the the two. What what they look like pontoons. That's right. But they replaced it with a car. The That's guys were, were inside the car and they would carry oh, the car right, around. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It was, just looks. It's, it's, it looks silly, but it's like that yeah. guy picked up a car. Like, right. It looks it looks unbelievable yeah. to some people, and even um, same thing with the big concrete stones or. You're, yes, I've seen those. You're lifting a you know a big big log over your head or yeah. whatever it is, or flipping a you know a thousand pound tractor. Yeah. Tire. You know what I mean? For most people, they're like, oh my God, but for strongman, a good strongman, that's regular business. Mm-hmm. So, so what, what do the judges look for? Like, what, how are you graded, I guess I should say? So, like, the, that's in, a good question. In, yeah. typically in, in strongman, um, there's a, a variety of different ways. It could be an event for repetitions in a minute. Oh, okay. It could be an event for distance or okay. for speed, how fast you do it. Um, or, or maximum, one rep maximum. That's the weight, right? Um, yeah. yeah. And so the scoring will go, let's say there's 10 guys in the contest. First place gets 10, second gets 9, and so on. Mm-hmm. Unless you get zero reps in the event, which you get zero. That's why we always try to say avoid zeros because those are bad. Right, um, right, right. And in the Static Monsters League, the, um, they, they take the weight of your overhead press and your deadlift, and they add them up together for a total. And then they rank yeah. it by total. So it's, it's actually a pretty simple, yeah. pretty simple system. Um, a lot like powerlifting. If you hear powerlifting, squat, bench, deadlift, they do the same thing. They'll add those three up into a total. And right. that's how people will sort of grade themselves against other athletes right um but in, in static monsters league it's just the, the log press and the deadlift for the total okay so yeah. no i've always wondered that because it's like you've always seen, like watch youtube videos yeah like oh this guy won i'm like okay well what does that mean what does that mean right yeah. and, and some events are really well tailored to someone like me who likes sort of strength events low reps really heavy stuff some people are more of an athletic type strongman where they like they'll carry you know heavy farmers walk for some guys will carry 350 pounds a hand 100 feet in 10 seconds. And yeah. they're like, my God. Like, uh, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they're yeah. super, they'll, they'll load a big 350-pound stone 10 times in a minute. Right? Um, that's, you know, impressive in a different way, but it's, right. it's, it's still it's, it's still a crazy crazy thing to watch. Yeah, for right? sure. Somebody lift a heavy thing fast many times in a minute. It's an impressive thing to watch. So there's different sort of shows that are better for different athletes. Gotcha. A lot mm-hmm. of times you're just trying to be, the, the events you compete in, you have to be good at everything. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, one bad event will sink you. <laughs> yes, especially yeah. if you want to win. If you want to win, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, some people will just do it for, for fun. You for enjoy. You know, a lot of people like to be big and strong, just enjoy it, and that's that's cool. But in the, the higher ranks, it, they don't do it. They, they do it because they enjoy it. But they do it because if anybody's good, they want to win. Right. right yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't see you don't see people in let's say like university hockey. Oh, we're just going for fun. No, they want to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, if they're playing they at do. that level, they're there to win. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about training a little bit. Sure. Now you don't have to give away all the secrets, of course. <laughs> you can't, can't give away all the secrets because <laughs> we want you to win, right? <laughs> but I mean, do you, so when I went to the gym, sometimes they always say don't skip leg day, for example, right? Mm-hmm. 
So do you alternate your training then obviously for muscle groups or? Uh, so we, we break our training up. We train every second day for probably two and a half to three hours. Um, wow. And we, we break it up into four workouts. So one workout is bench press with uh, accessory work, sort of bodybuilding style accessory work for the corresponding body parts. That'd be your chest, your upper back, your triceps, so on. So on. Then we have a squat day, do mm -hmm. the same thing. Then you do work for the quads, the hips, and the abs after. Deadlift day, where it's the same body parts you're working after. And then overhead press day, okay. where you're going to work your shoulders again, your upper back. And so, those are the old school Olympic um, workouts, right? Right, yeah. Just yes. basic, you know, bench press, uh, squat, deadlift, and overhead press are yeah. kind of your main, your bread and butter lifts. Yeah. And then we do sort of corresponding accessory work based on your weaknesses after that. And everybody's weakness is a little bit different. So what yeah, I would sure. do mm -hmm. might not be what you would do, and what you would do, and based on your body type, yeah, based on previous injuries, based on all point. kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and we do kind of what's sort of like a low volume, really heavy work kind of session, um, with three to five minutes rest in between sets. Wow. Yeah, and we even, uh, you know, even during our workout, we tried to get maybe forty grams of carbs during our workout. Oh, during it. Eh? During yeah, wow. um, to kind of kickstart uh, kickstart your recovery and give you a bit of energy to finish your workout off. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's uh, because it's, it's such a high intensity when right, you do the lift. Right, right. When you, when you lift maximum weights, it sucks the energy out of you. You know, especially when you're heavier than me. I weigh I weigh three hundred five most of the year now, so your your energy expenditure is pretty high. You know, what I mean? yeah. so if you're doing, you know, say ten sets of deadlifts. It kind of gives you a real kick in the rear, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, say, if a 150-pound athlete did 10 sets of deadlifts, not as much, right? You need a little bit less energy expenditure there. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, and so it's it's sort of long, grueling sessions, and then you go inside, and we usually start training about 8 p.m. after after a long day, and we go inside, choke as much food down as you can, and off to bed, right, to try try, <laughs> try to recover. So it's, yes. you know what I mean? It's a, it's a tough racket, but it's a labor of love, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 100%. So, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing I'd like to ask is maybe you could talk about plateauing. Yeah. Is there what what would you recommend to overcome that? Um, yeah, you could you could plateau and, and that's the body doesn't want to grow super big and strong. I mean, the mm -hmm. body wants to stay the same. Just like when people try to lose weight, they lose ten or fifteen pounds, and the, then the body plateaus because it doesn't want to lose all this weight. Right, right. It wants to maintain equilibrium. But um, if somebody's plateauing, they need to take a look at what they're doing, uh, and I always say start with the basics. Is your eating on point? Mm. Is your rest on point? Is your stress, you, you're managing your stress? Um, are you going to see, you know, chiropractor, physiotherapist? Because you could have something, you could have a rib popped out, your pelvis could be out, you have something tight that's really limiting you. This is not a strength thing. It could be just a small Alignment little, almost yeah, or something. Yeah, mm -hmm. something's just out that's not letting your body work properly. Um, and I always tell my clients the same thing, like, you know, all those things, go through your checklist. And if those are on point, then you move into things like, are you doing, are you using proper form on your exercises? You mean, mm -hmm. are you using the proper cues? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, and some people will do way too much work in the gym. They'll do 20, 30, 40 sets. We do 12 sets of workout, you know, total sets. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, sometimes people need to bring their volume down. Sometimes they need to bring it up. They really need to work on their weaknesses. Yeah. It could be a whole variety of reasons, but I always come back to diet, stress, yeah. rest. Mm -hmm. and That's big ones. Oh, you know, that, and is your body you know, healthy, moving well, mm -hmm. because if it's, if it's not have, I don't care what your program's like or what your motivation is like, have fun making improvements. Absolutely. If one of those things is off. Yeah. Yeah. When you, but, sorry. Well, no, one of the issues I was having, like I was trying to get my bench press up and for years, like years I was stuck at 135. Okay. 
and I watched uh, a couple YouTubers, and they're like, oh, bring your volume down, but up your weight. Right. And I'm like, that's so simple. And then my bench press like went like right yeah, up, and, and I was like, what? It could be just a small thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and sometimes, like, we'll, we'll sort of phase through the seasons, like, say, during the winter when we're not competing, we'll cut our weights right down and bring our sets up to 10, 12 reps for everything, just to put more more muscle on and then when the season comes around you bring the weights way down sort of the one to three rep range mm -hmm. and now it's almost a you know bringing in the nervous system teaching your body mm -hmm. to move heavier heavier loads so it's it, it, <clears throat> a lot of times people you'll see people in the gym the reason they might plateau is they're doing that same workout 52 weeks a year that's oh, what yeah. i saw too yeah. right? like you have to alternate your training yeah, right, right? And, yeah. and for us it's very rare for us to do the same workout two times. Okay. We're changing some variable, whether it's weight, reps, oh, okay. volume, every week. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and, and for most people, I think that's a bit more thinking than the average gym goer wants to do. Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, whereas for me, that's, you know, it's, like I said, labor of love. It's mm -hmm. part of the job. For you, it's a routine now. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But for a certain average gym goer, that's hard. But they can even just make small modifications. And mm -hmm. like, like, like for, for Logan, for example, just bring bring the weight up and crank down the volume a little bit and the numbers start to move. Yeah, because mm -hmm. right? yeah, after a while, isn't it more muscle memory than anything that takes over rather right. than well, strength? Well, that's right. And it's, yeah. uh, you know, and a lot of times even coming back from injury, your, your body remembers, right? You come back quicker than somebody who hasn't sort of been Done there it, before. Yeah. Right? Yes, okay. that's very true. Yeah. Um, maybe you'd like to expand on that, your, your I can't even find the words, your training, like the... The style we use? <laughs> no, not your style, sorry, what you do. Okay. Um, so my, my training is a little bit interesting. Actually, when I started Strongman, yeah. a lot of the other strength athletes would tell me that your system's garbage, throw it out. Oh, you wow. know what I mean? And, uh, well, yeah, because they don't want you to win. That's what, <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that could be, you know, um, and, uh, you've got to be careful with yeah. some people. Right. Well, and that's, you know, some people, when, when some people ask you questions, you watch how you answer, you know what I mean? Cause you don't yeah. want to, you don't want to give them the good stuff, but, but some, yeah, I've, I've learned, uh, you know, some people are so stupid, no matter what you tell them, they'll never do it. You know what I mean? You, you, ever, hear, you ever hear the expression of an asshole? Yes, somebody who I was asks, just going to say somebody, that. Yeah, yeah, somebody who asks and you tell them the answer and then they'll do something else. You know, so you or can, they'll say, well, I like this way better. And you're like, sometimes it's almost funny. You just kind of tell them what, whatever comes to your mind and then they won't even do it anyways. Yeah. Um, but so our, our, our system <laughs> um, is what's called the conjugate system. Um, and if anybody's interested, they can look up sort of West Side Barbell and look at the system they use. Our similar, our system is very similar. Um, so we rotate exercises, maximum effort exercises each week, um, and we sort of rotate through our accessory work. Well, every week we're doing a one to three rep max on something, mm. on something either where it's a squat, a deadlift, a bench press, an overhead press. Very heavy training, very intense, and we're sort of trying to eliminate weaknesses and basically build up the amount of weight our body can tolerate. Um, and you know, also while you know, videoing every single set, um, improving our technique oh, wow. and our yeah. and our cues positioning. Mm. These things are crazy. Video is huge. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It was always underestimated. That's right. Like even in soccer, they introduced it more and more, where the coach would actually play the game yeah. after the game, and, That's right. and the player can see it because you see it from the outside perspective. There's so many things. Even if there's a mirror, you can't see it. That's exactly. right. Um, but yeah, so there are, in, back in the day, people thought, because we do a lot of sort of partial movements, which is basically cut the lift in half, put the deadlift up on blocks, or press sort of from the eye level, this kind of thing, or don't yeah. bring the bar all the way down to your chest purposely, so you handle a bit more weight, which stimulates your central nervous system. Mm -hmm. In the same way, so you know when your body gets, you get a cold or an infection, basically the antibodies in, in your body say, oh my God, we have to stop this infection. Right. We have to build up, right? 
in, in not a lot of different way where say if you say you could bench press 135 and then you do maybe a uh, either a, a rep off pins or off a board say on your chest you come halfway down with 200 now your whole upper body is gonna be like oh my god that one almost <laughs> broke us in half so we have to build up our nervous system yeah. function the tendons and the muscle tissue so next time it doesn't bring us half. And, mm -hmm. and and the amount of progress you see from that is often unbelievable so we i really believe in that style of system and people to this day tell me that i'm full of shit um but you know what i mean my my lifting and the lifting of my clients kind of Speak for itself. speaks for itself I, uh, even now when somebody says well your system's shit i'm like what well, i'll just say well that's great yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I don't give a shit what you think. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It, it works great for me and it works great for my yeah. clients. So I'm, I'm good to go. And, and it's, it's something you're always trying to improve too. You're always, every week, doing research, listening to podcasts, uh, you mean, uh, trying to seek out advice. You're always trying to improve it because you're never doing it perfectly. Yeah. Right? So you're always trying to sort of, you know, next year I'll know more than I know now. And you're always just trying to, to just improve the system yeah. and improve what works for you and just be. So that can help you sort of constantly make progress. Oh, yeah, knowledge is power. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, um, yeah, so and it's kind of kind of an interesting system, but it keeps it mixed up and keeps you lifting yeah. heavy weights. You know? So is that your your actual business then? Uh, my, no, my, my business is uh, it's called the T Compound. That's sort okay. of our little strongman training crew. Uh, you can look up on Instagram, the, the T Compound. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, so and that's sort of my. Sort of online coaching thing. There you go. Check do, that out. Yeah, I yeah. do, do in person sessions, stuff like that. And, and often I, I feel a lot of people in the, the sort of personal industry, personal training industry are robbing people. I don't think trainers deserve $75 an hour. You know what I mean? I don't think they deserve a lot of the prices they charge. I charge a normal price. I'm not trying to make a lot of money on people. I usually just use that money to pay for my competition expenses, yeah. you know, training, eating, stuff like that. Um, and most of it is just a goal to, you know, I really believe that. And learn and pass on you know I, I when, mm -hmm. when I was younger and I watched a lot of strongmen do really 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 well and they had a ton of knowledge and then they they, they stopped competing just they didn't want to or they were too injured the or, or, or their time came and they never passed it on yeah. and I thought and, and no, no judgment on that they live their life how they want to and that's fine but I thought man what a what a crime some young guy really could have used that yeah. and mm -hmm. brought their own game up so I make sure now everything I learn I try pass it on because maybe somebody will take that, you know, I can, I can deadlift over 900 pounds. Maybe somebody will take that and deadlift over 1,000 pounds. Or maybe somebody will take that mm -hmm. and take it to a whole new level yeah. and expand on it. And I, I would just love to be a part of that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So if I can learn and pass on, that, that's kind of the whole reason I do that, right? And just, uh, you know, it's kind of the fun of being... Absolutely. You know, that, yeah. having a little side business like that, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, that's so, the thing. Do what yeah, you love and then you make can't... money off it too. Right, right. <laughs> right. That's right. If you really compete and you don't have a coach... You should get a coach, and you should get the right coach. That's right. The right coach is matters so much. Mm -hmm. Oh, and a lot of times, I've I've told a client before, I'm not the right coach for you, because say you might not match up with their personality. Mm -hmm. My training style might not work for them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, be honest too. Yeah, like that, that's yeah. Very and I, I've even said before, I'm like, you know what? Like, I think I, you know, and I named named the, the the coach that I thought would be better for them. I said this person's gonna work better for you. Very nice. You know what I mean? Because we are like not that we're there's anything negative between us but we're just not not matching up i yeah. can feel it you mm -hmm. know what I mean? if there's no um, chemistry yeah and uh then other times you know i mean it's just it just works like fire you know what I mean it's like you're you know, gas and fire going yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and this person's just making crazy progress um and if you, like you said finding the right coach is mm -hmm. critical yes it you is you know what i mean um especially it, for that competition it's, right it's and, like fighting too right when you're a fighter you have to have a coach that can teach you right and you'll, you'll see a lot of people especially 
I guess in every industry, but especially in sort of the the strength training business. Okay. You know, somebody's kind of like the flavor of the day kind of thing, and everybody will buy their program, right? Ah, okay. Well, that program's not going to work for eight out of ten people. That program worked for person A and B and could work for person C, but the rest of the alphabet's not going to work for it mm-hmm. because they they might not a understand the premise of the program, or it just might not be the right style for them. Right. Right. So instead of oh, this person is doing really well, you should think is this person going to match up with me? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I've always been, I've only had one coach in my time and he was, you know, he, he basically sort of uh, took me under his wing and I, cause my, my deadlift was just under 900 at the time. And I said, man, can you help me pump my deadlift up over 900? And, and he was really good to me. Yeah. But, um, and he, he taught me a lot of stuff I still use today, but yes. you know, and, and our styles were quite a bit different, but you know, we, we got along great, but other than that, I don't, I don't really trust anybody with my my training. I like to do like to do it myself, but I still use a lot of stuff that he taught me to this yeah, day. Sure. Mm-hmm. So the stuff that you learn from a, a coach that matches up with you, it could be you know infinite knowledge you use the rest of your time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do, you, do you have any more questions, or you want to switch it up? We, we switch up. You okay? Good. Uh, I don't know. Are you a Scotch drinker? Occasionally, occasionally, okay. not during prep, but maybe in the off season, yeah. <laughs> so I came up across the article. They have this new th- promotional thing where they serve Glenlivet okay. in po- pots. Biodegradable. That's a that's a that's the brand okay. of Scotch. So there's twelve year single malt, sixteen, eighteen, yeah. whatever, and now they have three pots and they are based on biodegradable seaweed. And it's like a dishwasher pot. Now you, you know when you put it uh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. you can put it in your mouth and then just pop it. Oh, <laughs> the, the whiskey and then... Well, that'll disappoint all those Tide Pod people. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, oh my gosh. So what, what is, what, what do you, would you do that? No. Well, would you rather want to have your scotch in the glass on rocks or would you try can, it I out? I can see that being as more of like a gourmet thing maybe. Like, yeah, oh, would, look at this high posh party and you're I, like here. I would have to try it like a one-time only thing. Just, <laughs> just, just to be like, yeah, I did that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but definitely prefer, if it was just like a regular thing, I'd prefer it in the glass. I'd try it once. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I would to, try it too. Yeah, yeah. Just to see how it no is. Real, no real risks, risks mm-hmm. there, but you know. Because I mean, you'd get it like all at once, though, right? It would be like a yeah. whole glass in the mouth. No, it's uh, seventy-seven ounce, point uh, seventy-seven ounce. Oh, okay. Does it change the flavor? Uh, no, you can just chew it down. Oh, really? So I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. It's just neutral, right? And it's biodegradable, so it's just it works. So you eat it, I guess. Yeah. I guess you can spit it out if you want well, that's, to. That's like those pills that are like omega three, no fishy taste. And you're like, oh, that's fishy taste. No, like, you said it's based from fish. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, it's yeah. Fish built the fish taste. Yeah. yeah, okay, cool story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I came across that this week and I thought it was pretty interesting. Okay. Now, have you heard about Vanta Black? It's a color that they put on cars now. Okay. But they use it actually first in the signs on satellites where they have cameras because that color of black mm-hmm. absorbs all the light, okay. 99.8%. Oh, wow. And um, they actually, BMW made a car that is painted in that color and you can barely see it. It's, so it's almost what? it's illegal to drive it because I, 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 smash into it because it's, <laughs> yeah. you can't because it absorbs all the light at night it would be almost invisible like it's crazy yeah. and if you turn off the headlights like <laughs> so um, it's actually made out of tiny hollow carbon tubes <laughs> and they're the size of a single atom oh my god what the hell? 
and they are 3,005 times thinner than the width of the human hair. And so they, they when the wow. light... How much does paint job cost? Uh, it's unaffordable. <laughs> yeah, but it's unaffordable. They don't let you buy it. Wow. No, there's, um, there's some kind of Swiss watchmaker. They, they put it on the watch, and okay. the watch sells for $95,000. Oh my god! Cash by ninety five thousand that you can't see. When it's yeah, that you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like my watch at night. Mm -hmm. But people like it, right? No, there are there are some people that do collect watches and things like that. But I think that's even going like the way of the dinosaur shortly. Yeah. That's right. Like what kind of on their phones now and this and that, right? Yeah, watchless kind of. You know, it's almost like a style thing now, rather than yeah. the actual function of the watch. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. No, I was I was talking to someone. It's like if I could tell how old you are if you have a watch or not. Okay. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. See, I use my watch for running though, and for sport because okay. it's a multi uh, sport GPS watch. Makes sense. And it's really good for actually yeah. running, even strength training. I don't yeah. know how you do it, but I do. And there's a strength training, and then you can time your workout. Okay. A lot of guys use it as a heart rate monitor. Yeah. Um, sometimes seeing that for us like an event like say truck pull or tire flip where you're under like maximum exertion mm -hmm. you you'll get yourself up to like a 180 or one sort of a 160 plus heart rate i heard about and, that and when you're sort of at that top heart rate you kind of lose the ability to think mm -hmm. you know, so you kind of train yourself to function it in that environment um so and the only way to tell when your heart rate is that high would be the heart rate monitor. So some of the guys will, you know, kind of like some of the fancier, uh, like Fitbits, this kind of crap, will, uh, you know, will kind of beep, you, know, you can set it so it beeps when your heart rate is at a certain yes, amount. And, and then is when you'll kind of start your, your hard set or your technical work. So you're doing the same thing, kind of a, a competition specific setting. So when you're pulling a, a heavy dump truck, now you're pulling it in the same setting, yeah. pulling on this rope under, you know, under massive duress, right? Yes. To sort of simulate the same, same feeling. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think even if they if the doctor would look at your heart rate, what you do when you pull that truck, he would say, "How do you survive that?" Actually, one time I was um, I was at, I was at the it's true. Uh, oh yeah, I was at the we did the at the Ontario Championships one year. We had a a deadlift challenge. Uh, what's called the Silver Dollar Deadlift, and a local guy he, dollar, he he doesn't compete anymore, but he was like the best guy, no doubt the best guy. Me and him would have little challenges and this and that, and he said that if you beat me in the deadlift. I'll retire from strongman, and, and I said, "Okay, <laughs> challenge accepted." Yeah, and he was like, "You know, I, I respect him a lot." He, um, okay. and he he's a family man, a hard worker, and a, a, you know, like you say, four kids, and he was unbelievably strong. So I really respect <laughs> him for that. Yeah, you know, yeah. And having two kids now, I couldn't even imagine how he he'd get up at four in the morning and do his workouts. He was just a savage. But he was also a bit of a prick, and I said, "You know what? <laughs> I got to get rid of this guy." So okay, so so, so we advertised this challenge, and probably two thousand people showed up at the Coliseum just to watch wow. me versus him. Yeah. And wow. we ended up. I lost the fucking challenge. He went. I I I I I, I pulled eleven hundred on the silver dollar deadlift, and he did eleven fifty. But when I tried to pull the eleven fifty, my vision went white, okay. and so oh, yeah. I I sat down, and my body was as warm as a sauna, and I felt my heart going boom. Boom, boom. And I don't know if you've ever been in a steam room where you can just kind of see like the shadows. Say if you guys were walking by me, all you'd see like the shadows. Mm -hmm. I was sitting in a normal room and that's all I could see. Mm -hmm. So there was a doctor on staff and I, I spoke to him. I said, like, okay, what's happening to me? Do I have to go to the hospital? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. figure me out here. So he looked me over real quick and he said, your blood pressure went up so high, so fast that you must have had, must have a very strong heart not to have had a cardiac event right there. 
Oh my god. He said a lot of people would have would have had a heart attack under that same under wow. that same stress. And uh, so I said, okay, so what does this mean for me? He said, you should be fine. Your vision should progressively come back, and that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, crazy, wow. <laughs> crazy stuff. Yeah. So yeah. what what is a silver dollar? Um, so it's um, like I was talking earlier about the uh, the eighteen inch axle deadlift. Mm-hmm. This is the same thing, except a little bit higher and on a whippy bar. So it's made of sort of spring steel. Yeah. Okay. So but you you pull me with six inches of flex out of this before the weight actually starts to move. Oh, wow. So it's kind of a different feel to it, yeah. which is why mm-hmm. my blood pressure went up so high because it's getting progressively heavier as you're lifting it. Yeah, yeah. Unlike the axle bar of the Static Monsters League where once you lift it, that's all the weight right yeah. there. As soon as you move it half an inch, it's all in your hands, mm-hmm. right? Um, Does it wobble too when it's on that spring? Yes. That makes <laughs> it, yeah. So it's like you feel like, wow. you're, feel like you're on like a roller coaster. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite the experience. Um, that's so yeah, a challenge. Yeah, yeah, that's, so now I know why it's called challenge. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's why the, the kind of a crazy thing with the, the doctor oh absolutely yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind of holy yeah yeah now now you're in the big leagues yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes that's right literally I learned a lot of new things today yeah that's right <laughs> did you hear about Saturn that their Saturn kicked Jupiter off the uh, top spot number one now for the moons oh I heard it yeah. gained more moons or something they found 20 more moons yeah. around Saturn Jesus yeah, so, Jupiter, Jupiter has like seventy nine moons. Yeah, yeah. And I have no idea. I know, I know, right? Like, I just I found that out this year, and I was like, "What?" It's crazy. Um, but yeah, Saturn gained twenty odd more. Moons. Yeah, they found twenty more, so that's eighty three total now. Wow. Yeah, that's insane. No. And and out of the moons that travel normally around, yeah. there's two or three that go the other way around. Okay. So that's weird. there's a certain term for it, but I forgot. But it's very interesting. So, like, what I'd like to know is, are are they are they gaining, or have they always been there and we just haven't been able to see them? No, they've always been there. Wow. Pretty much, that's what they yeah. said, right? We, well, we would tell, could tell now over time, now that we know. Yeah. yeah. But it was not a priority. See, and, and this is what I find fascinating. Like, people are like, oh, we've discovered all that we've are gonna ever discover. I'm like, keep looking. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. keep well, looking. With advances in technology. Yeah. Like, you would see farther, you have more tools yeah. at their disposal than they could in years past. You Absolutely. Know, 100 yeah. years from now, they'll be able to you mean, find more shit than they could. Before, well, and, right? then, and they'll be like, well, how come they didn't do this? Like, talking about us. They'll be like, how come they didn't do this? They could have done this. And it's like, <laughs> So one of the questions we ask our special guests when okay. we have you here today, we want to ask you as well. Usually we ask, do you want to go to the moon or do you want to go to the bottom of the sea if you oh, could yeah. choose? Oof, what a question. Um, I go to the bottom of the sea because the moon you you kind of know what you you kind of uh, what you see is what you get there. You you, you know you'd probably be True. In, interested yes. in what you what the the texture would be like what you're walking yeah. around on. But the bottom of the sea you'd see on your way down you'd see all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Even the bottom of the ocean is is vastly un like uncharted territory. That's right. So yeah. you'd see all like you'd see like. Whales the size of this house, like who knows, all yeah. kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, there's We're been up... more people that have gone to the moon right. than there have actually gone right. to the bottom. Right, right. So, um, and you'd see like actually like live things too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there'd um, be animals. Yeah. Whereas if you went on the moon, you would probably look around for ten minutes. Big guys. Let's get out of here. <laughs> it, 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 oh, is what, it, yeah, it is what it is. Right? <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong. You'd be like like a once in a lifetime thing. One of the rare few people that get to see that. Yeah. But oh, I even at the same time, yeah. you could probably Google a picture, and that exact thing is what you'd see. Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. the bottom of the ocean, you would you you you'd have to be there person to actually experience that. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I like that choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Speaking one more topic on the uh, Nobel Prize for Physics, I wanted to bring that up because the guy who won it, he was one of the gentlemen who found exoplanets. Mm. So but he discovered an exoplanet because we talked about this previously. Yeah. Those are planets that just randomly go through space. Well, yeah. exoplanets are technically planets that are, are part of our solar system. Yeah. So, so you're just... any other planet would be considered an exoplanet. Oh, okay. Really? It's not in our star system. Okay, I thought that uh, it's a loose. No, planet. I I was mis. Uh, okay. Misquoting the article. Now, uh, one other thing I wanted to bring up today, I found it very funny. In Germany, there was a court appearance for an older gentleman. He's seventy-one years old, and okay. he uh, he used to be a bank robber. So <laughs> once he's done now, yeah. so they caught him again. Did they he, find his he, resume? He, like this is what it sounds like. Now and in Germany, how that works? I think it's pretty much the same here. So yeah. you have you after everything is done and the judge is gonna say the verdict, the suspect can say one final statement, yeah. and they let him talk for twenty two hours. What the fuck did he say? How? How did <laughs> what did he rattle on about? He talked about how he goes to the gym. <laughs> he was filibustering in the courthouse? Yes. Oh my god. For 22 hours. And then he talked about how he goes for a 5k run and he's in really good shape. That's easy money for the judge. Yeah. You just sit back and count up the hours. Well, he's also like stealing everybody's time. Like, right? can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, is that guy still talking? Like, and then the judge actually did interrupt him. Why? <laughs> she let him talk for 20 Why? Let's... Because she finally had enough, I guess. Oh, that's interesting. Well, you see, like, I've read, like, um, what's it called? Like, on death row, like, what do people say? Like, you, you get the yeah. opportunity to say whatever it is you have to say. That's for sure. And, yeah. and a lot of times, they'll say, like, five words or less. Yeah. They, they won't say much. Mm -hmm. I mean, they'll either, like, they tell people they love them or, like, curse yeah. somebody out or whatever. A lot of times, they don't have a ton to say. Sometimes people tell a story, like, one paragraph kind of thing. But they're not, they're not like no, this. Nothing. Most of them are, like... By the time they get there, they've already come to terms with what whatever they're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They're they're not. They don't have a lot to say by that point, right? Like, how can that be allowed to happen? Like, <laughs> I don't know. The judge was just like, oh, all right, twenty two hours, you're cut off. Like, that's <laughs> you can have twenty two hours, but that's it. At some point, do you like start throwing popcorn at it? <laughs> like that, that would mean that no matter what time of day it was, mm. it, an almost full day had passed. 24 yeah, getting there. Like, yeah, they were sitting there. Like, just... Yeah. Uh, oh, I'd be like, I need a sandwich. Like, I need to leave now. Paul like, thing's a bank robber, too. It's a yeah, bank robber time. exactly. Yes. Well, just, he walks around. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. On local news this week, I want to bring up that this weekend, the RFDA has the uh, critical food drive going on. Mm, yeah. So, what the RFDA does, for anybody who doesn't know, they are the... They are a food bank that gives food to other food banks. Okay. So if you go shopping this weekend for groceries in Thunder Bay, pick up four cans of beans, put them there. They are everywhere. Like Superstore, yeah, 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 Nofelts, yeah. wherever. It makes a difference. Yeah, for sure. I just wanted to bring that up. Mm -hmm. And then for the sayings, do you want to start with your saying? Do you have it ready? Or do you want me to start with my saying? Yeah, you do yours. Yeah, uh, My you saying, first. so I usually I say it in German, so Leben ist kein Ponyhof. Meaning, the life is no pony farm. I was gonna say, is there a pony life in that is one? No pony. That sounds like, that sounds like some kind of some kind of saying we'd say in strongman. Yeah, like, um, uh, like, like uh, bef actually before the static monsters qualifier last year, when I was kind of doing one of my sets, I looked at my training partner and said, "This isn't fucking Tommy Hopscotch anymore." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not like a Teddy Teddy yeah. Bear's picnic. You know, this is business yes. now. It's kind of yes. what it sounds like. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. And this yeah. is reflecting on life no pony that life like that. life can be challenging. Yeah. So. So life is not. 
pony farms? Life's not pony. Life's not, not a pony. Is farm. a pony farm really fun in Germany? Like, <laughs> maybe. Well, it sounds nice. That's where the kids. <laughs> like, it sounds like this place you go to is like the sweet pony. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like nice and warm out. Like everything's just. Everyone great. gets a pony when they get here. That's yeah. The, yeah, the kids go there, right? When they're yeah. younger, they go to school yeah. for rides around the farm, Dude, and yeah. it's it's Life. a good experience. Life is not a pony farm. Yeah. And then it's over. We don't have a pony farm here, so no. missing out. That's right. Definitely. That's right. So, Ponyhof is my word, which means pony farm. Okay. Pretty easy this week. Pretty easy. I just, I just copped out on that one. Like, yeah, I would just say this. I carried this over. Nice. Uh, okay, so mine, mine, I think is 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 pretty decent. Uh, a picture is worth a thousand words. That's mm. right. So it's. To be honest, though, in in my thinking, I think that that's changed in our digital age now, where right. photographs can be easily doctored, can be easily manipulated. Like it's okay. It, it that's was a more, good aspect. I'd say it's more true when photography was not so much digital; when it was more uh, analog, I guess. Yeah. Uh, where it was, oh yeah, but even then, like, uh, well, here I'll throw another saying because I don't have a word. Um, my dad would tell me, believe only half of what you've seen and nothing of what you've read. That's right. Yeah. My old man would say something just like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's, that's an old guy saying, right? It's absolutely, like, but that's, yeah. that's true though, right? Because yeah. you, you, you like to take things for what, what they, their face value, but often... You there, there's a different perspective. There's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's another saying is there's always two sides to a, right. a story, right? Mm -hmm. But sometimes right. there's more. That's right. That's, that's what I often say. Or, uh, the picture of a uh, thousand words often in straw men, there's a lot of rivalries in straw men, a lot, oh, of, for sure, a lot yeah. of the guys don't like each other, and so sometimes they'll say, oh, if I beat this guy, I'm going to say this and that to him, and I said, well, if, if you were to beat this guy, you don't say anything, because what you've done is, just... is has said volumes, yeah, yeah, there's yes. nothing to say now, yeah. mm -hmm. and so it's kind of, in a way, the same, right, I mean, what you've done is, has spoke, spoke more than a thousand Absolutely, words, yeah. whatever you could say to this person now is a waste of your time, yeah. mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, I think alone already for the dedication and for whatever everybody in the strongman competition puts into this, yeah. I think this must be a really close community, community, community though, right? It is, it is. You'll, um, you, you find help from the oddest of places, mm. you know what I mean? Um, and a lot of the guys, you, you'll met them one time and you know what I mean, if you, if you ever needed a hand, they would reach out to you. I know uh, when I, when I tore my tricep, for example, I had people from you know, all around Canada, probably got five or six or seven parcels of people sending me supplements, different creams, all this kind of stuff. Wow. Use this, use that. I've never met these people in my life. Yeah, yeah. They say, here, try so this, nice. try this, wow. try this. And even, it, it, I, you know, when I was doing so many things to try heal the time, did doing those things work? I'm not sure, probably. Um, but even just the, the gesture Absolutely. Uh, from people I've never, like I said, never mm -hmm. met face to face in my life. I thought, wow, what unbelievable support. You know yeah. what I mean? And even uh, you know, if you need a, a ride from the, you, you go to a town where the contest is, people you've never met will pick you up, bring you to the hotel, you can stay at their house. Like the first time I went to North America Championships, I stayed at the promoter's house. Oh, yeah. like, it, it, it was kind of an interesting area in Indiana, like just beautiful houses that looked like around here, million dollar homes that are only worth maybe 250 grand. Mm. They're really, their money, yeah. right? Um, and... Uh, you know, oh yeah, stay here. Here's my fridge full of food. You know what I mean? And whatever you need. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. like, and the, the people you've never met in your life will take care of you. And it's kind of interesting because you, I'm sure both of you guys know people you've known your whole life. You'll get more sort of loyalty or support from someone you've never met than somebody you've known your... Yeah, you know, I, I find that sometimes that does occur. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You mean mm. more, more than you'll have in your, your whole life. Mm -hmm. Interesting. 
That is very interesting. That's right. I, I thought of a, I thought of a sweet li- little quote. I, I saw it today actually. Oh, Rec- good. Recently, I was in a in, in a debate with a training partner about preparing and how hard you should prepare. I believe that you should prepare a the, to to be your absolute best. You mean that that okay. after the event, if you win, lose, or draw, you can sit back and say that was I couldn't have done one more thing All to right. be better at yeah. this I, time. I, I was at used yeah. every tool at my disposal to be my best, and I'm happy with what I did for that reason. Okay. Rather, rather you get first place or 300th place and it almost doesn't matter exactly. you put in your best effort and that's what it matters and I was at work today working high school here in town and one of the kids had a, a school football shirt on and it said on the back earned not given and I thought wow you know what I mean and, and you know obviously I don't know if that, that person believes that or not but to, you know some people think that that they're almost entitled to, the, to you, know, you see people in the gym they're almost entitled to make X amount of progress in a certain uh, time, or they want to add X amount to this lift, and, and even with every meal, you, your your progress is earned, not given. So force the food down. When it's yeah. time to go to bed at nine o'clock, you don't want to. You earned, not given. Yeah, when yeah. it's time to, when you had a tired day and you're sick and sore, but it's time to pick up a monstrous amount of weight that could break your bones and kill you. It's earned, not yeah. given. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? That's, I like that actually. Yeah. I like that very much. Yeah. It's a very strong one. Yeah. Because you can relate it to every single every, thing, every single motiv- and it motivates yeah. you. Yeah, even even your employment, or you know, I mean, uh, even if you came to teaching your children something, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. something you can carry through your life. Kind yeah. Of cool. Yeah. Cool. I like that. Um, did you hear about the? We don't have much time left, but we can talk sh- quickly about the Diablo wins in California. What? The Diablo wins. Yeah, that's how they call them. They're actually shutting off power now in California. Yeah, in I certain heard areas. That. Yeah. There's over 1 million people out of power because there is a certain weather system coming that is very windy. Okay. And when the power lines go down and the, they are live, then they spark a fire. And that was happened yeah. last year and the previous year. Wow, that's how it tests the wind is? Yes. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now they're actually just shutting off the power. Yeah. And uh, Tesla. Because it's electric, they are like, oh, all the super superchargers are offline. Now they're bringing big battery packs right next to the supercharger. Oh, wow. So that they can charge those during that, before the time period, yeah. and then people can still use them. That kind of, uh, sometimes, I'll, uh, we've a saying that we see in my gym there, we'll call people a skinny rake. And, and the, 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 the joke is that when it gets windy outside, they're so skinny that the wind will just blow them away. <laughs> I guess with these Diablo winds, everybody blows them away. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. a skinny rig. <laughs> yes. Could be. Maybe not you, though. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I would well, definitely fly. Yeah, that's, that's insane, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else you wanted to reach out to the audience for? Uh, no, you can check. Uh, if you guys are interested, check me out on my, my personal Instagram. is T-Bay Deadlift King. My business one is uh, The T-Compound. Uh, we're always posting up stuff all the time, training videos, Little bits of advice. If anybody has any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. We we'll talk about anything, even you know, diet, training, all the taboo stuff. You mean I, I don't? Uh, I'm not a salesman. I don't pitch any bullshit. I'm not going to take your money. You know yeah, what I mean, it's you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna get something from me, it's gonna be real. It's gonna be something that's gonna work. So very nice. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Then this is a wrap. We wanted to keep this under an hour. This is a new goal, and we did it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so this is us by the giant episode twenty nine. I'm Michael. And I'm Logan. Thanks again for having me. Yeah, thank you very much for being here today. That's awesome, yeah. Appreciate yeah. It. You did so many insights and I really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for being here. Bye, guys. Cheers. See ya.